0: Welcome to the Differential Product Conversations podcast, where we try to demystify how great digital products are made by answering questions product owners have, but are too afraid to ask.
1: Last episode, we talked a lot about building digital products is like a journey, kind of climbing a mountain, and that having a trusted team is super important. So the setup of this discussion is like, let's talk through some of those different options of like finding that trusted team. How do I build this thing? But I need people with me what are my options available it's a very common question that people have when they're starting to build a digital product they have this vision they kind of know what some of the challenges are but they're like i need to start building and i need people with me so i'll kick it over to you first drew i think you're you're probably a better person on this topic like what are my different options i want to go build a digital product what are the options available to me And what are some of the considerations i need to take into account with looking at those different things
0: Yeah. I mean, I think obviously this is a huge challenge. And like we said previously in the last episode, it's probably one of the most important ones to figure out the right team. So there's lots of options in front of you. There's, you know, you can do this yourself. Like are you capable enough to build this digital product where you know how to code and design and you can do the craft, but also figure out all the business components to it. I think that's a hard thing to do, but lots of people do it. Um, You know, hats off to them that those that can do it by themselves Close friends, people that are you know around you that maybe have these skills that you can bring in and help freelancers. So you can find people that are specialized consultants in different areas. So if you want, just you know, you need a backend developer, you could go find somebody that does that in a specific technology. There's lots of tools, you know, haha. There's lots of digital products out there that'll let you find these people um, in different specializations. So that's one other route you can go to kind of piece those together. You have you know traditional agencies or development shops that do this. So they you tell them, you know, you pretty much meet, define kind of what you want to build. And they sort of, in conjunction working with you more, you're kind of dictating it because you're paying for it to build your vision. And you have people that are capable of doing this and can actually deliver the work. There's offshore development. So you can hire, you know, labor that's outside of the, you know, in different parts of the world to do the development for you, which is usually lower cost And, you know, sometimes quality level and communication issues because time zone differences can be tricky there. You have, you know, internal teams at, maybe the company that you're working at, you can set up different teams. This happens a lot at larger companies that build like an incubator where they have, you know, a smaller team that's kind of off to the side that builds some new product for them. And then sort of specialized digital product agency would probably be, you know, the largest thing where you're operating with more of a remote product team that you can work closely with, but they want to understand your product and work with you to build this thing, but they have experience and knowledge about how to do all these different phases and steps and challenges and all of that. So I think those are kind of some of the ones I can think of. I don't know if you have other ones that you can think of as well.
1: No, I mean, I think those are the bigger, bigger buckets of the stuff. And so like as a product owner, the things I think about, and maybe we can talk about some of these, some of these groups as like, well, which ones are better for which, which of these considerations? Like obviously a big thing is cost. Like I only have so much money or I only have so many resources to do that. That's typically a big cost or a big consideration. Um, Then you're worried about like time or speed. Like sometimes you're tasked as a product owner like, this need, we need to launch by Q4. We need to do this thing in 30 days. And you're like, ah, that's not even possible. Okay, but how do we do this as quick as possible? Um, And then there's like the skills or expertise. So like, who knows this stuff well and what skills can I bring to the thing? Am I a really good manager as a product owner so I can do deals with some of the project management tasks more or, oh, I don't really know technology and development that well, I need somebody that I can trust in in those categories. And then there's this whole thing of like kind of overhead load of like, oh, how much oversight, how much project management will I need to bring to that? So that may be a skill you bring. And then there's also like the high level kind of quality. Like what is the output I'm expecting? Does it just need to like meet the bare minimum? Or am I looking for uh, something more polished, something that I'm looking at some of the bigger companies that have great digital products already? And like, oh, that's the bar that we need to meet. And they've spent lots and lots of money and time building, building out those those products so question to you drew is like okay if i'm really concerned about like speed and time like what options kind of help me kind of get those at the quickest or or even across we could we could dive into each one of them separately of like let's let's do that let's dive into each one separately and like okay so if you're doing this yourself you have all the skills you have all the things like to me it seems like oh that's cheapest because you're not paying yourself really you just need to be able to feed yourself so that's good Um, so if that's an option, that's probably your cheapest way you control the thing, you control all the quality. So that's easy, but I bet most people out there aren't able to do that. And like you said, like, congrats to the people who can do that. Please do that. We need more great digital digital products, um, close friends. So those people are the ones that you're like, Hey, I went to grade school with you and you went to that technology stuff. And this other person did these cool design things. I went to business school and how about we get back together? Let's get the band back together probably don't pay them as much you're probably sharing some of those things but you're risking with that is some of those close relationships in my mind like how much do you want to lay into the relational thing and working together with somebody you haven't worked with for a long time like you do trust them but then it's like at the same time like their skills and there there is tension that's going to be in in building a digital product so that could be pretty inexpensive depending on speed and what skills people have i think that one's fine um, and then, and then the third category that I'll like stop on and then get your perspective on is like freelancers. So, I mean, for, in a bad way of just being like, Oh, they're kind of mercenaries. You're you're kind of bringing them in for this specific things to say, Hey, come and do that. These are one person, two people kind of shops, maybe that, that are like, Hey, I can go, I can go build this. I can do this. I think they're, they're decent on speed, but they also, I think the big consideration there is they also have a lot of other projects that they're trying to take on. So unless you're, paying for their kind of full time, um, just expect that delays and the project management, like they have to keep a bunch of things juggling at the same time. And so their focus and the context switching that they may have um, is a trade-off that you have to make. And it doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It just means like, expect that they're going to be taking on other projects. Anything on those first three?
0: Yeah, I would say like with one interesting thing that you can kind of combine a couple of these is say, I wanna do it myself. I have the skills, I know how to design but I don't know how to develop. So I find a freelancer that I can develop with. So then you're kind of pairing a couple of those things and you are mitigating costs at some level because then you're really only paying one freelancer to off to some of the skills that you don't have, or maybe you do product, you know, project management or somebody who's used to launch, who knows how to launch products or however you want to go about it. So there's different ways we, you could also combine here. And I think another interesting one is like further down the list you go, you know, offshore development can also give you really good cost, but I think you're sacrificing quality and and like I said, communication issues. And it's just a very different structure. And I think if you're approaching this as like, I want to build a great digital product. I have this vision. That's something near and dear to your heart. You don't want to have to just relinquish that control, you know?
1: And and I've worked with some great offshore development companies. The, The thing I'd say, like, if you're looking at that option is like, you have to be really, really strong in project management and communication. You have to know that there's going to be challenges there and you have to be good at dealing with them and and being able to do that, you, this is not, if you're gonna offshore, like you cannot feel like you can just be like, hey, here's the general idea of what I want. And can you guys just go and take and build it? Um, it's not helpful for them. Like they want very specifics. And like, if you can give that to them, you can definitely save on costs and that, they will work a lot. Um, so I think it's like, that, that's a, probably a pro of, of looking at some offshore development, but they're not gonna push back. They're not going to um, necessarily like help you think about a better way of doing it. They will give you exactly kind of what you're asking for. And I think along similar lines is a kind of traditional agencies development shops is like, I think there's nothing wrong with those. They're, they typically have a higher overhead um, in terms of, in terms of costs. So these would be higher cost. Um They're going to give you kind of the the higher level of communication that you're looking for to help you guide you along the path. They probably all have their own processes just like we have our own process. Um, I think the, the risk that we've seen with people who have chosen that kind of option is like they build to spec. And so, you come to them and send them an RFP and give them a spec, and it's like, okay, well, we'll just go build that because that's what you're asking for. And it's this kind of client-vendor relationship, which there's nothing wrong with. You can kind of dictate the terms of that. And if again, if you're good at project management and you know what exactly you're asking for, that's great. So if you're knowledgeable about digital products and you can do that, that'd be fine. The cost will be there. You're going to get the higher level um, communication, but at the trade-off is like if you don't really know exactly what you're doing and you don't like you, you want to kind of be in the weeds with somebody and look for a partner, they may not be the best kind of person uh, or or group of people in in that thing.
0: Um, Yeah. Last, last thought I'll give on this so we can wrap it up. But is one other thing I was thinking too, is if, if you have a good product mind or know about building digital products, even if you can't do the work, you understand how it happens and the life cycle and, you know, strategy and the business behind it. I feel like you can do well on costs with freelancers, close friends, offshore development, maybe even you look at a smaller development shop, you can kind of deal with costs there. I think the struggle will come for you as if you are not really understanding holistically how pro- digital products are built, how they work strategy and how to do it the right way. I think that's when you then have to start looking towards like your digital product agencies that really can bring a lot of that product strategy thinking. I think that's where you probably will struggle on your own.
1: Yeah. And, and I'll add one more consideration before, before we wrap up. It's like, who's going to be with you through all of the challenges or give you consistency through each one of the challenges? Because if you think you're just able to bring people in, oh, this is one challenge that we're facing, building the first version. Okay. That is that is one challenge. But then like going to the next version, and the next version and product iterations, like who do you want to stay with you? Do you need people along with you? Or is it just like, nope, I'm going to keep going and bring people in um, is definitely a, a consideration. So I I think we can summarize it with saying like building a team is one of the first challenges you're going to face in building a digital product. There are a lot of options out there. There are pros and cons to each one. So depending on your appetite and your personal skills, some are going to be better than others. And it may depend on, hey, for this digital product, here's a better option for me. And for that digital product, here's here's the better option. So your time, your resources, your skills play a huge role into that. There's no perfect answer i mean we have some bias of like hey we think we have some good ideas but we also know that we're fit for certain things and we'll tell people when we're not a fit for other ones so um yeah i think that's kind of the big thing so lots of options probably the first challenge you're going to be thinking about and uh that's our perspective on how to think about building a team
0: yep it depends
1: it depends thanks for listening. As always, we want to hear from you. So please reach out and give us your questions and challenges, and we will try to address them on a future episode. You can reach us at podcast at differential, or you can find us on Twitter at at the differential.